What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Built With Beck, your health and fitness podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Navid, and I'm super excited for this week's episode. You'll see towards the end of the episode why the topic of NEAT is so relevant for September, but I'm really looking forward to chatting with y'all about what NEAT is, why it matters, not just for your health, but also for your physical. But then, of course, wrapping it up with some practical tips and tricks that you can take into your own life to increase your daily need. So before we get into things too deeply, we obviously have to chat about what NEAT is because I'm sure there's a pretty good population of y'all who've never heard NEAT or who don't know what I'm talking about. You might be thinking that you're mishearing me or that I'm misspeaking, but nope. N-E-A-T, NEAT, is a huge, huge part of health and fitness. So it's not something that I made up. It's not a little acronym that we've put together uh, with our coaching company. No, NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis, which is a fancy way of saying this is the amount of energy or the amount of movement, basically, that your body does during the day that is not intentional exercise. So this basically includes all movement you do in your daily life, aside from that session you whip out at the gym, aside from that run that you're going on, aside from intentional exercise. So if you're telling yourself, okay, I'm going to do this Peloton workout, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and hit legs, I'm going to go for a three-mile run, NEAT is not going to include that. Formal exercise does matter, obviously, but it's actually grouped into the bucket called exercise activity thermogenesis, which is nicknamed EAT, all right? So you've got NEAT and you've got EAT, but today we're talking about NEAT. So when I'm talking about non-exercise movement, here are some examples of ways that your body's expending energy during the day through non-exercise movement. Some examples would be fidgeting, um, moving around as you're doing laundry, taking the stairs in your house, unloading things from your car, walking around the grocery store, getting some steps in, etc. right? So this is just like general act- the general activity level of your lifestyle. It's not about the number of formal exercise sessions that you're doing each week. This is about how generally active you are just throughout the day. So people who have more active jobs, people who either work manual labor jobs, um, people, especially individuals in healthcare, so nurses uh, who are on their feet all day, really any kind of profession that has you moving around during the day is going to have a higher need than maybe somebody who is sitting at a desk nine to five. Teachers are another occupation that typically have really high NEAT because they're on their feet, they're moving around all day. So you can think of this in relation to your job as well. If you're a student and maybe you're sitting at your desk for a good portion of the day, but you're also walking to and from class, maybe you play intramural sports or something, you're going to have a pretty decently high NEAT. All right. So you can think of this again in relation to your day job or just your general lifestyle, but NEAT is all about that non-exercise movement. So let's chat then, why does NEAT matter? Typically, when we're talking about health and fitness goals, you'll hear people talking about your workouts, right? Your strength training, doing cardio, the food that you eat. But we shouldn't underestimate NEAT because NEAT is so, so vital for countless different health markers, but also for your physique-related goals. There's tons of benefits to maintaining an active lifestyle. So studies show that increased activity levels just across your day-to-day life benefit things like your sleep quality, your insulin resistance, anxiety and depression, as well as just your mood in general. 
Living an active lifestyle is great for protecting yourself against heart disease. It optimizes your musculoskeletal function, your mobility, all different kinds of things. Okay. Like movement is good for the body. And aside from the multitude of health-based benefits, NEAT also plays a huge role in physique-related fitness goals as well. And we're going to talk, obviously, about the role of NEAT in physique-related goals, but I don't want to just overlook the importance of NEAT when it comes to health markers and health benefits. Obviously, that's super important, right? But as a fitness coach, most people sign up with me or with Claire because they have physique-related health goals. And so obviously we're going to get to that in just a second, but I don't want you to hear me talking about NEAT and think, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart disease, blah, blah, blah. Insulin resistance, blah, blah, blah. How's it going to help me, you know, lose weight or how's it going to help me get toned? Um, because when we talk about health benefits, yes, there are different health markers that you might not immediately notice a benefit from, i.e., protecting against heart disease, improving your musculoskeletal function, um, insulin resistance, things like this. Those are benefits that you won't necessarily feel. You won't necessarily know that your insulin resistance or your blood sugar regulation is improved through movement, but that doesn't mean that you won't be aware of any of those health-specific benefits. I want to chat really briefly about one of the biggest, biggest biggest results that you will immediately notice if you're more intentional about prioritizing NEAT during your daily life, and that is sleep. We'll talk about it a little bit more towards the end of the episode when I give tips for increasing your NEAT, but one of the best things that you can do for your sleep quality, but also for setting your circadian rhythm, aka when you're going to feel tired and when you're going to feel awake throughout the day, One of the best things you can do for that is get movement and get sun exposure early on in the day. What this does is it sets your circadian rhythm for the day. So think about being really jet lagged. If you've ever traveled somewhere with a pretty different time zone than your body's used to, you probably remember that feeling of like having to fight to stay awake or laying in bed, like just praying that you'll finally fall asleep, right? It's miserable. This is because your body's been set or been used to like a certain circadian rhythm. But one way that you can kind of reset your circadian rhythm on a day-by-day basis is by getting that sun exposure and that movement within the first two hours of waking. What this is going to do is it kind of alerts your body like, oh, it is morning. I have to have the energy now to um, basically do this exercise, to do this walk. I have to be active, right? So it kind of wakes your body up, which then in turn, because we do run on that 24-hour clock, you will be more tired in the evening. It's not just ideal, though, for falling asleep at night. It's actually better for maintaining consistent energy throughout the day. So I'm not saying you have to wake up at 5 in the morning and then be on, you know, your street going for an hour-long walk at 5.30, but if you're able to wake up 15, 20 minutes earlier and just go for a quick walk around the neighborhood, get a little bit of sun, I promise it's going to pay off in the way that you feel during the day. It's linked to improved digestion. You're going to be sleeping better at night. And it's also just a really awesome habit to get into, not just for your physical health, but it's also great for mental health as well. Like I mentioned, NEAT has been associated and really just living a more active lifestyle with decreased depression and anxiety. But we also know that when we're active, when we're prioritizing movement, our body is releasing more 
endorphins. You will feel a more positive mood overall. It's just all around, not going to hurt you to get up and go for a walk in the mornings, all right? So now that we've chatted a little bit about some of the health benefits that you know you both will and will not see immediately, I do want to chat about the role of NEAT in your physique-related goals. So we know that if you want to change your body weight, your body size, it's going to come down to energy balance, right? The idea of calories consumed versus calories burned. Now, if you want to lose weight, we know that this means you have to be in a calorie deficit, right? Which means you are consuming fewer calories than your body needs per day. If you want to gain weight, on the other hand, you need to be in a calorie surplus where you are consuming more calories than your body needs per day. So when I'm saying, you know, the amount of calories that your body needs per day without getting too deep into it, this is called your TDEE. And I'm thinking I'm going to probably do um, an isolated episode for the podcast on TDEE because it is more complex than people think, but in other ways, it's a lot more simple than people, or I guess than like the media makes it out to be. But when we're talking about the amount of energy that your body needs per day, There's basically a couple of different, like we'll call them buckets, that summarize the ways that your body expends energy, okay? And one of those is NEAT, right? That non-exercise movement. Another one of those buckets is EAT, the exercise activity thermogenesis. So those are two of the buckets. Did you know that one of the largest factors that influences the amount of calories that your body needs per day is NEAT? you actually burn way more calories during the day. Your body uses far more energy during the day through NEAT than it does through exercise. And I already know it. I already know some of you are listening and you're like, well, Becca, you don't know just how intense my workouts are. Like my Apple Watch says that I'm burning seven to 800 calories per workout. Love you, mean it, your Apple Watch does not know how many calories you burned, okay? Maybe you did burn 700, maybe you did burn 800, but I would not rely on your Apple Watch for half a second. I wouldn't rely on any kind of fitness tracker that's telling you how many calories you burn per day, but that's a topic for another, another day. So maybe that'll be another episode as well. Um, But you can think of it this way. Let's say that you work out super vigorously five times a week for an hour, all right? If we're looking at the number of hours in a week, you are working out five out of 168 hours per week, which is about 3%. It's 2.9, all right? So you are super, super active 3% of the time. NEAT, however, makes up all of the other hours of the day that you're awake. So let's say that you're sleeping for eight hours a night, all right? Unfortunately, too many people are not sleeping for eight hours a night, but let's say that you are sleeping for eight hours a night and you're working out five days a week. Your NEAT, you know, if we're excluding the time sleeping and we're excluding the time working out, your NEAT makes up about 65% of your week. So I don't care how hard you're working out. 3% of the week is not going to outweigh being sedentary for 65% of the week. It's just not going to happen. So again, regardless of the, like, I don't know, the types of workouts you're doing, the intensity of the workouts that you're doing, NEAT is still going to be something that has to take some of your attention, especially if you care about your physique, right? If you want to lose body fat, so you're going to the gym for that 3%, you're going super hard, but then you're laying on the couch all day or you're, you know, like sleeping in, going to your nine to five and then sitting on the couch for the rest of the day. 
it's going to be really hard to maintain a high enough calorie expenditure to support a fat loss phase, okay? So at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned like a couple of different examples of need, right? All the way from your step goals to fidgeting, uh, putting up laundry, like general movement that you're not even really aware of. Um, But I do want to point out the health benefits of NEAT are like the entire reason why people even talk about step goals. So you're likely familiar with the idea of getting 10K steps a day. Um, I do want to let you know there's no inherent magic to 10K specifically. However, research does show that you can kind of reap all of the benefits of high NEAT or high activity levels at about 8,000 steps a day. 8,000 up to 10 is generally the threshold that's like, hey, this would be the ideal step count if you want to really optimize your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, okay? So consistently aiming for like eight to 10,000 steps a day is a really solid way to prioritize both your health and your physique-related goals. But if you've listened to any of my episodes at all up until this point, you know that I like to give some practical tips and tricks related to whatever the podcast topic was of the day. And so we're going to finish out the episode with six different tips for increasing your need. So tip number one, I guess this is kind of like a prerequisite for any of the other tips, but you have to track your normal steps and or if you don't have a step tracker, at least your normal like minutes spent walking or your normal activity level to get an idea of your baseline. This is something that too many people overlook. They are not aware of their starting point. This isn't just specific to NEAT. This is something that I see time and time again with people who decide that they want to change their diet. They want to change their food intake. So let me just give you an example. Let's say, for example, that you've never tracked your steps before, right? But you've heard that getting 10K steps a day is ideal. So you decide that you're going to get 10K steps a day and you set that goal for yourself. But right now, you know, you don't know this because you've never tracked your steps. But let's say right now that you're averaging 4,000 steps a day. If you're all of a sudden just going to start aiming for over twice your normal activity in an average day, you're probably going to end up frustrated. You're probably going to end up um, with unsustainable goals and you're likely not going to follow through with it, right? Not because you're incapable of increasing your steps, not because it's just not possible for you, but because that's just too big of a jump too quickly. Instead, it's super important to have an idea of your starting point, have an idea of your current baseline before you set a goal. So the second step, or I guess the second tip then is to set the goal. So for steps, for example, it would be ideal, we know, to hit about eight to 10,000 steps a day. But let's say you've tracked your normal steps for a week. You see that you're averaging about 4,000 steps on, again, on average. And you're like, yeah, there's no way I can just double it. Maybe you work nine to five. Maybe you've got kids. Maybe you just don't see how you can squeeze in more activity during your day. I want to encourage you not to give up, but this is where we have to focus on setting a reasonable goal. Keep in mind that something is always going to be better than nothing, especially when it comes to fitness. People think that they're only going to see progress if they're, you know, if they're perfect, if they totally drastically change their life. But that's really not the case. As long as you're just consistently doing more than you had done before, you will make progress. 
Obviously, more drastic change will likely lead to more drastic progress, but at the end of the day, as far as fitness is concerned, it's always going to be a long game. You're never going to wake up the next morning and see like a completely different body in the mirror. You're never going to wake up the next day and like have all of a sudden reached your fitness goals, right? And then been able to maintain them without trying at all. It's going to be the long game. So what you would likely need to do is instead of getting frustrated and giving up or thinking, oh, since I can't hit 10K, I just can't try, let's focus on setting a goal that you can achieve. And then once you achieve that, pushing yourself a little bit further. So if you find yourself averaging 4K steps a day, let's start out with 5K. Maybe that's your goal for the next week, right? And you'll see when you set more realistic goals that meet you where you are, the solutions or I guess the steps to achieve those goals also come a little bit easier. Like let's say you do set your goal of 5K steps when you're averaging 4K. It's a lot easier than you might think to pick up a couple hundred or even like a thousand extra steps during the day just by moving a little bit more. So tip number three is going to be different ways aside from going on a walk that you can increase your step goal. Um, For example, park farther away. This is something that I share with my clients, especially those who go into a fat loss phase where maybe we do start to increase their step goals. It can be really um, unrealistic for a lot of us to think that we can just keep adding in more walks during the day. But instead of circling the parking lot for five to seven minutes looking for the closest possible place to park, park a little bit farther away and just walk in take the stairs as opposed to taking the elevator or even taking an escalator. Pace around your kitchen while you're on the phone or while you wait for the water to boil instead of just standing there looking at your phone, right? Clean your house. Oh my gosh, Coach Claire and I were talking just the other day about how cleaning is the most underrated way to get your steps in. When's the last time you, you know, vacuumed all of the carpet in your house? When's the last time you Windexed um, or like cleaned all of the mirrors? Go around, clean your house, pick things up, do some laundry. That kind of movement adds up so quickly. You can walk and check the mail each day. That was something that, um, especially when it was getting cold last winter, that I had one client where that was just a way that we got her out and moving when she would say, I'm just going to go out and check the mail. And even if that's as far as she got, it still adds up over time. Another, um, I know that for a lot of people, the convenience of ordering your groceries either for delivery or for pickup is really, really helpful. Um, So this is where you're going to have to weigh your pros and cons. But if you've got the time, go to the grocery store and walk around, walk up and down the aisles, look for new stuff, like get out and walk in the air conditioning or walk in the heat, you know, whatever is going to be better based on where you live. You can get up and go to Target for all I care. Go walk around the mall. Like getting in steps during places when you're distracted can also be super, super helpful. If you find yourself in the workplace struggling to get your steps in, maybe you do sit at a desk for most of your nine to five, you can always go to the farther bathroom, right? Or park farther away from your office, walk in, go to the bathroom on the other side of the office, take the stairs up to your floor, like all of these different ways that you absolutely can pick up more steps during the day. You honestly would be shocked, I think, at how many more steps, especially if you do have a step tracker. Option number four, though, is going to be to add in a daily walk. If you're not already taking a little bit of time, again, even just like 
five to 10 minutes during the day. So just get outside and just move your body a bit. I would highly recommend finding a way to work that into your routine. I already mentioned so many of the benefits from getting in some morning sunlight and some movement within the first couple hours of waking. So I know that sometimes the mornings aren't everyone's best hour, but it is one of the best things you can do for your body. That doesn't mean though, if you can't do it, that you can't do anything. Maybe it's an evening walk. Maybe it's a walk during your lunch break, but just getting outside and moving is amazing, amazing for health and physique related goals. Tip number five is going to be to add in a little bit more time in your warm up and or your cool down walks at the gym. So if you're used to walking for five minutes on the treadmill before you lift, walk for seven to 10 minutes. If you're used to walking 10 minutes after your workout, walk for 12 to 15 minutes. Maybe you don't walk for your warm up and you don't walk for your cool down. Add those in. That could be a great way to get in a couple hundred steps during the day, um, during like a time when you're already intentionally moving your body, right? The final tip is going to be to get a desk treadmill or one of those little like walking pads. Obviously, this isn't something that everyone can do, but this is definitely um, something that can be really helpful if you struggle getting your steps in. This is also helpful for my clients who live in really, really cold climates where in the winter it's like snowing, it's way too cold. Um, or for those of us in Texas during the summer, if it's like way too hot to get outside, you can get an under the desk treadmill. I'm going to link a couple, um, or at least one in the show notes from Amazon. They're usually a couple hundred bucks. So again, it's not something that everyone can or should have to afford, but, um, they're a really awesome gift as well. If you're like, you know, Oh, it's my birthday or it's a holiday or something. Um, this is definitely something that can help you get your steps up. I know for myself, uh, my now husband gifted me one a while ago for my birthday. I was really wanting one to put under my standing desk when I had been like sitting on calls for the whole day. So especially when I was in my dieting phase and it was cold outside, it would get late and it'd get dark. I would put a show on my computer. I'd raise my desk up to the standing height and I would walk for like 20 or 30 minutes, totally distracted, watching TV in the comfort of my own home on my little under the desk treadmill. So that's always an option as well. But I don't want to just end the podcast without letting y'all know an exciting little announcement. Now, I typically release these episodes at 6 a.m. on Mondays. So if you're listening to this when it's been released, you are the first to hear the announcement because we're actually going to be sharing it on Instagram a little bit later on Monday the 29th. But we are running a completely free entry giveaway for the month of September. But just because it's free for you to enter doesn't mean we're not offering you an amazing prize. We're actually offering a prize that is over $400 in value. And again, it's totally free to enter. All you have to do to to win is walk. So let me tell you a little bit about our challenge. So we're running a challenge called Step Timber. You heard it here first. We're going to get those steps in during the month of September. So essentially, here's how it's going to work. You're going to set your own goal because, again, it's going to be based on you. If we set a goal for 10K, those of you who are struggling to get 5 or 6K during the day would likely not even participate in the challenge, and that's not what this is about. So you're going to set your own goal. We're going to challenge you to set either a specific step goal or to set a goal for going on a certain number of walks during a day. 
Each day that you accomplish that goal, you get one point. And you're going to keep track of your progress through an Instagram story graphic, basically like a little calendar. So each day that you reach your goal, you're going to put an emoji on that day. You'll get one point for each emoji on the calendar, but you'll also get a bonus point each time you share it to your Instagram stories and tag both Coach Claire and myself. That's literally all you have to do. 30 days, go for a walk put it on your Instagram story, and you can win the following prize, which totals almost $450 in value. The winner is going to receive a HydroJug Pro set, which is basically the half-gallon-sized water bottles that Claire and I love. You're going to get the HydroJug Pro in white with a black, uh, black Lux sleeve. It's super cute. It can go for any kind of style. It's not super girly. It's not super masculine. It's just a classic black and white water bottle with the straw. You're also going to win a $50 gift card to whatever athletic clothing store of your choice. So we'll reach out to the winner and say, hey, where do you want a gift card for? It might be Nike. It might be Lululemon. It might be Athleta. It doesn't matter to us. We're going to give you $50 to your favorite store. And then lastly, you're also going to win a completely free 30-minute nutrition consultation or a free month of one-on-one nutrition and fitness coaching added to any package that you purchase. So if you've been on the fence with signing up for coaching or you've been interested in our latest offer of the nutrition consultation, I would definitely recommend participating in our September challenge because number one, you have nothing to lose. Um, it's completely free to enter. And number two, you could win some fun little material things, right? You could win a cute little new workout outfit. You could win a new water bottle to take to your sessions, but you could also win the chance to have that nutrition consultation, or if you've been thinking about signing up for coaching, why not get a free extra month added to any package that you choose? So if you are interested in learning more about our September challenge, I'm going to also link my Instagram in the show notes as always. So you can check out my Instagram and then you'll see the story highlight posted there soon all about September. You can also shoot me an email. My contact is always in the show notes as well with any questions that you might have, whether it be about September specifically or just about meat um, or any of the other topics that I mentioned in this episode as well. But that is all we have time for today. So I hope you have an awesome end of your month and I will chat with y'all next time.